Hello everyone and welcome to Modules by Enyata, a podcast where we try to explore the tech ecosystem one topic at a time. Today we are going to be talking about quality assurance. Now the truth is the success of every product, every business, every service can be measured, um, you know, by its efficiency. A lot of things go into like measuring um, the success of a product or whatever. But um, quality assurance, I think, is one space that maintains efficiency for everything. Now, don't take my word for it, though, because me, I'm not a quality assurance person. And that is why we have um, Bolu Aji here. Bolu is our QA lead. Um, I'm using lead because, honestly, I really don't know how to qualify the QA department. So usually whenever I meet QA people, I just ask them, are you QA? Because I don't know, is it a QA analyst? Is it mm-hmm. QA scientist? QA, QA engineer. engineer? Okay, yeah. So Boluaji is a QA engineer and, uh, you know, um, please introduce yourself and also um, give us a fun fact about yourself. Okay. My name is Boluaji Bankali and it's been like five years as a QA engineer and I think it's been two years with Enyata, it was two years recently. But um, fun facts about me is that I entered QA by, but I don't want to say by mistake, but it was divinely ordained because I don't think I would have done anything else. I don't think, I don't know what I would have done if not QA. It's, it's interesting that you say you've been like five years so i don't really know much about qa but if there's something i know it's that it's a it's it's fairly new in the industry especially in Mm -hmm. nigeria because i remember like 2020 was the first time i came across qa it was even like by chance maybe that's something we share in common but (laughs) but yeah i it, it did not seem in my ears it just felt like a very mundane like i'm not trying to discredit you oh, but it felt very mundane because i was like are there really people who wake up and you know go out and say they are testing yeah products but um i think joining enyata enyata was the first company that I ever saw that actually um has qa and also mm-hmm. like does qa like to this extent let me just put you know to put that in perspective so um i would like you to define um you know qa not textbook definitionable like what exactly i need you to define the scope of qa what do you do as a qa person Mm -hmm. okay so i I like the fact that you say that not textbook definition because textbook definition has been very confusing i think i would like to based on my experience and in the nigerian market right what is qa i'll say that qa is the process or are the set of people that just our job basically is to check that the requirements that the client has specified is the output that you're giving you know in um in tech there's something we call um garbage in garbage out yeah it's just to ensure that the garbage that was thrown in yeah. is actually the same garbage that is coming out you didn't switch it in between yeah. when it was so i think in the layman terms that's what qa is okay um so one thing i've always wanted to ask and this is a personal question is where do you start from like so someone gives you a a a product right and tells you to test like 
what do you do do you like how do you prepare yourself for testing is there a preparation like okay yeah, i'm giving think... so let's, let's just do a case study right mm-hmm. i am giving you uh the enyata website to yeah. test it out what exactly where do you start from then how do you move along testing think... and where and more like where do you finish Hmm. Where do you finish? Do you ever finish? <laughs> but I think where you start from, I like to say that QA is a very mental work. Now, what do I mean? It means that you have to think as different people. So where do I start from? What is your target audience? Because, for example, if Enyata's website, for example, is targeted at people who are not tech savvy, we want people who are not tech savvy to be able to come on the platform. Or if it's our parents' generation, there are some things that those people would want to see. Or there are some things that they would not want to see. So, for example, if you have a website that is heavy on graphics or the animations, the flying up and down, maybe somebody that is like, if you're targeted at somebody like maybe the 60s and 60 years and above, they will not, like, you're wasting my time. Can we just get to? So, you first try to understand what is the target audience? What What exactly are you trying to achieve with this website? Who are you trying to reach? And then we now go to, I think that, when people hear QA, they think of bug finding. They're the ones that detect. I think it's. I think that that's like one of the last things when it comes to QA. Actually, I think that there's a whole lot of processes before you actually get to that place of finding the bug. And then when do you finish? You finish when the management says you. <laughs> <laughs> but like you finish basically when sometimes I don't think because if the as far as the product is still being built you are still there so you finish when the product is done okay um so um i want to ask how did you learn qa okay so i think for me you know i was saying that earlier that qa was something i entered by chance i studied computer science from Midimash university and graduating from school like after nyc you know parents would ask you what next i knew i didn't want to be a developer not because i wasn't good at it but I had this lecturer in school that I just put this thought in your head that as a female, you shouldn't be a oh, software dang. developer. Oh. When you get married, you're going to be born in soup, which I have a story <laughs> that I almost bust my mother's kitchen while testing. But it just, I was a young graduate. I graduated yeah. at the age of 20. That was what was in my head. So coming out, what do I want to do? And then my sisters were, ask, my sisters were asking me that question. But luckily for me, during my industrial training, the company where I worked, they are deployed to the client side, but it was not working on the client side. And developers were like, oh, he's working on my own end. So our CEO said, okay, you are the intern now. Just sit down, use this application like the user and record anything that you see that is wrong. And he gave me an Excel template. And I just, that was what I did throughout my industrial training. Fast forward to after NYC, my sister has a friend that is in software testing. Yeah. Um, and then... He says, oh, send me your CV. And then I just wrote what I was doing. You know, you know how you're fresh, your yeah. very first CV, that draft. And then he was like, ah, you worked as a QA. I'm like, no, I didn't, I didn't work as a QA. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and then he said, okay, that I should go and read up on it. So I went to read up on it. And I'm like, ah, this is what I was. The funny thing is that I loved what I was doing, but I didn't know it was a career path. Because when you are being taught computer science in school, there's no QA. It looks like if you are not a developer, then you cannot work in this mm. line. So coming out and seeing that, okay, this thing that I actually love doing. So he picked me, sorry, he picked me up and then he gave me textbooks to read. And then he gave me assignments. 
Then I landed my first job. Then I learned on the job. And then here we are today. Oh, that's nice. So, so is there like, so one thing I've always um, wondered, because when you go online, you see a lot of material on software development. But I feel like with QA, QA is very, I don't want to call it like fragile. Like, so take for example, if I were to be interested in QA, I can't, you know, start testing. I have to like test other people's products. Yeah. Like, do I wait for somebody to build something like so how do i go about learning curious somebody who isn't working for an organization because other people have courses you know you are literally building something from nothing but with qa you have to have something to test yeah so um how would you how would you go about or how would you advise me say i want to be a qa um engineer right like yeah what exactly would you say i do Okay, so I would say that the first thing is get somebody who has worked that part. And this is not just for QA, any role. For me, I was lucky because I had somebody who could guide me through. I remember when I was like a year into QA, I was like, no, I want to learn automation. Everybody's learning automation. And he was like, calm down. It's not yet time for you to learn this. You need to be strong in manual testing first. So get somebody. If you go online to research, it's like an ocean and you just throw a very small fish against the tides and everything it's a lot so get somebody that and that person would walk you through it also depends on what are your own goals for example if you come to me to um mentor you in q i first send you a test book to read most times when i send people that test book they don't come back not because the test book is it's not it's like it's not up to a hundred page test book but it's because most times people think qa is let me just come and click this button if it's not working i write it and i go but when they begin to read that textbook, they begin to see the work that is in QA and then they begin to pull out. So the first, so when you read that textbook and then you come to me, then we can have a conversation. Now, what is your understanding of what QA is? What do you want to do? And the first question I usually ask is, why QA? Because most people come to QA because they think it's simpler than coding. No, it's simpler now. Is it? <laughs> because because you get to a particular stage where you actually code. What will you now say? Oh then? my, are yes. you serious? Because another when you go to another part of QA is if you want to be a full test engineer, what you are doing is you are testing codes. Test code. Sorry, yeah. please. Can you like what exactly you go to someone's code and you are testing? Yes. It. And so you know there's something we call unit testing. Currently you are at Enyata, what we have heard that? about it in minute in mm-hmm. your meetings but i really don't know. okay so it's when you test the code for example you've written a function you've written a small block of code to do something is for you to actually test that code not what we do sometimes as qa which is another aspect of qa is like you're testing the end product but there are actually some people that actually test the code itself to be sure that because there are sometimes and i'm sure you might have heard it maybe when we are speaking that Oh, but it's working on my local. Why is it not working yeah. on staging? Do you get so there are actually some people that actually test that this code is doing what it's supposed to do. Now, when it now gets to the staging environment, it's a different bug. So there are actually some people that their job is to test the codes. And we have that here in Eniata, but we leave it to the developers to do. And so when the developers say that they are writing tests, they're actually writing code that will test their yeah, code. I've heard like that, like I'm writing the test. Mm-hmm. So you write a code to test your code. Yes. That's what it's about. So when people say QA, I'm like, hope you're not coming Let's to QA see. because you don't want to. Currently, the Anyatas in QA, currently now, we're all learning um, Cypress. 
Is that a programming language? No, it's a tool. It's a QA okay. tool. But the programming language that you need is JavaScript. There are some there are some tools that even Cypress, if you use, you can use Python. You might have to learn Python, but depending on the angle. But we have chosen because we had a session with an older colleague in the industry that advised us to go learn this thing using JavaScript. So if you come to QA with the mind of, I don't want to learn how to code, where are you going? Sorry, I have a follow-up question because mm-hmm. when you were talking that you brought up coding, um, I am very much fascinated with the world of like software engineering, but not to the point where I want to become a developer. Is, is, do you have like your front-end unit tester, back-end unit tester, or you just pick the code that you test, whether front-end or back-end? I don't think we divide them in terms of front-end queue. I think so there are different i'll call them levels of qa there's the unit testing there's the integration testing there's the system testing acceptance testing and all that so the people who test at the unit levels is it that they are the um developers or they are people that we call test engineers they write they act as the unit testers in that place and then the people who do the final product test they are called the system testers Okay. So currently here at Eniata, we don't divide it. We allow the developers do the unit testing while we do the system testing. Is there a hierarchy or they are just all on a spectrum? No, I don't think I don't think it's a function of hierarchy. I think everybody's working together to achieve the common nobody's higher than the other. Everybody's working together to achieve the goal, even for developers too. And so that's why when developers are not friends with their QAs, we're not fighting. The QA is not your enemy. We're all working together yeah, but your, too. Your feedback is causing work for them now. Of course, there's going to be that tension. But you know, I remember that when I first joined Eniata, I was working with the Agape team then. And then it, it even makes you a better developer. Because I had a developer then, Cynthia. Cynthia would try to ensure that there's no bug, that I don't have bug. I remember when I was working with, when my friends and I were working in the same organization, it used to be like a competition. But if you find any bug in this thing, I'll buy you lunch or something like that. And then you see me cracking my head, working overtime to yeah, because that, it makes you a better no, actually it makes you a better developer. It does. Because what it does is that it ensures that you've covered your ground. The QA is not to check that did you do your job. The QA is to check that uh, just in case anybody can forget. Let me just check. Do you understand? The QA's job is not to criticize you. And that's what some developers don't understand. Some developers feel that uh, the QA, even at the beginning of my career, I thought that was my job to, to criticize how you didn't do it. But I had to learn as I developed that. No, that's, we're all, we all working. At the end of the day, when they ask that which team work on this project, it's not all of us that will still come out. So at the end of the day, we're all working towards a common goal. It is not a who is better, who is lower no it's not that everybody's to me i feel like everybody's the same and we're working towards the same goal um one thing that i also um, have noticed is that especially with when creating content ux writing for there are a lot of things like the the peculiarity of a product detects the execution right even the language the tone you are going to take even affects like the design so does it does it affect qa so that like say if you are building something for um the health sector um is your qa going to your qa structure or your process is it going to be different from you know if you're building for educational sector Actually, yes, in a way. 
it will because yes there's a qa there's a standard qa process you know do this do that and all that but it will be different because i cannot use the same test cases i've used in the educational sector also in the health sector for example so there would be some differences but at the same time there would just be some standards that would flow across whether irrespective of the industry that you are working with but it wouldn't be too much of a difference and then at the beginning of every um project one thing you also start by defining is your qa process do you understand qa it's a process that qa is not just software testing do you understand qa it's a whole lot you are reviewing designs you are reviewing the requirements but sometimes from the requirements you can actually push back to the client to say this is your requirements are you really sure you want to go this way this is what your competitors are doing in the market do you want to do this you can do that from the requirement because if your requirement is wrong every other thing it cascades down so you keep checking at each stage to ensure that everything is still in that's why you see that sometimes if you get to the end and you find a bug and you're like ah this is a design this was the way it was in the design if you didn't pick it in the design it costs a whole lot more to fix it when you're already at the product end so one thing some of the things you do at the beginning is what is our QA process for this product if you are working in an organization that already has a defined QA fantastic but if it's like maybe you're like an individual what do you call them a freelancer yes a freelancer and then you have to meet with the team okay what's the process for this sugar thank you for that what's the process for yeah. for this so at the beginning of every project you define what your qa process is okay it's, it's um one sidebar question like mm-hmm. do you do qa for like designs and then do qa for like products i know like the ui ux do you do qa qa for like figma <laughs> like no, do not, you review it and be like oh no this this looking this way would not work for yes. the developers yes we do it well we do it that way we have design reviews so the way it works is before the developers i don't want to say before i'm very careful i don't want to say before the developers see the design yeah. but once the designers are done it comes to the qa because one thing we are checking is this thing that you have even designed does it fit the requirements and that thing we are checking is this thing that you are designed can the target audience use it do you understand and yeah. so that's why we are looking at the user experience so yes we do in a proper setting what you even do is you know there's something called design tested what you even do is carry the prototype design and check it with your um, a sample of your audience of your target audience to see if they can actually use what so with all the animations and everything that you're expecting the engineers to do you give it to a sample audience today so yes we do we have design reviews and most in in a standard organization if your qa doesn't satisfy that the design is okay you can't go to development mm-hmm. but what we do here at Eniata is every stakeholder what we just do here at Eniata is when the design is ready every stakeholder of the project is in the meeting so everybody gives their inputs at once and then because of time and now we are building um okay so the next thing i wanted us to talk about um is a quality control now before i um when i reached out to you and we talked about the quality assurance um episode i i went to read (laughs) about quality um assurance and i kept seeing um you know quality control uh, quality assurance it's kind of like quality control but it's not quality control um and even amichi i know um amichi wrote an article on quality assurance you can find it on our tech notions blog and um you know even irititu has given talks about it within the slack community 
yes i'm plugging it shamelessly you guys should check it out in the captions we will be putting it there um so i want you to actually like we now know what quality assurance is now um can you just tell me a little bit about quality control and how exactly it differs yes i think it's important to note that both of them are part of the software quality management process so in the software quality management process you have the quality planning, quality assurance, quality control, and quality improvement. So quality assurance comes before quality control. Remember I said that quality assurance is a process. So quality assurance is where you are. I'm only, I'm, at the same time, I also want to be careful of what I'm saying. Quality assurance is where you say, okay, these are the things that we are going to do to ensure that the quality is met. Okay. Quality control is where we actually check is the quality met. Okay. Does that understand? So you see that process of checking for bugs. That's quality control. Okay. But everything, it's because when you are starting your QA process, you write your test plan. That's where you say, oh, how do you want to test? How do you? Everything. At the end of the day, because at the end, when you are done, you still look at, okay, how can I improve the quality of this application? So everything follows the software quality management. Do you understand? Yeah. So quality assurance is not quality control. Jealous. And I, I sometimes when I'm talking to developers, I'm like, standard, there are some people that their job, they are quality assurance engineers, but they are not, you know, that's why we have quality assurance analysts. We have quality assurance testers. We have quality assurance engineers. But in the Nigerian market, everybody is a QA so engineer. Quality um, QA engineer. Oh, okay. Do you understand? But then I've also seen some people that theirs is to define the process. It's a whole lot. I remember when, okay, so there's a body in Nigeria, Association of Nigerian Software Testers, and then we were in a conference. And Nigeria? Then, yes. We are like wow. five years running, if I'm not mistaken. Ah, but there's so a body you, like that. Did you help set up the body? No, but I was there from the very first year. Oh, that's nice. So they, they invited this guy to come and tell us is from Uganda come and tell us what is a member of the body also a Nigerian in Uganda come and tell us what your process is like and when this guy talked about their QA architecture my mind was blown because there are some people that their job maybe they are the QA analyst I don't know what they are called it differs yeah. but their job is to actually come up with this structure so you know there are some people that will say okay let's introduce a CICD let's do this there are some people that that's their job so quality assurance is not just the when you are already finding the bugs like you're already doing quality control that's why i tell developers that the qa is not faulting your work right we're just trying to see everybody anybody can make mistakes nobody's perfect especially when it comes to technology nobody can know it all so there's just somebody just like an added level of check because imagine if there's no QA and just go live and then it's not your users that are finding the box that would be it, it would be too expensive to start fixing at that time so it's just like an added level of check to it so another point when you are actually finding the box what you're actually doing is quality control you're trying to say okay now we are ready to go live did we meet the quality that we set from the beginning do you understand and that's why when you, in any other year we have a process where even before you push your test must have reached a particular percentage that's the process that we've set up do you understand? And it's a process that we keep building. If you look at the big companies, like I was talking to a friend and he was telling me that the Microsofts, the Googles, they actually don't have QA engineers per se, like an individual, but they have a process that the company has been able to build that it gets to a stage, not that you will not need QA 
engineers. So the process is sort of entrenched in the yes. execution so that it's just yeah flows. <laughs> so at the end of the day, it's the process. I like to build a system where even when I'm not there, it functions. And so when I get to a team, the first thing I do is try to understand what your mentality is of QA. Okay. Because I'm not here to criticize you. I'm just here to make your code better. Not even I'm not even here to make your code better. I'm just here to ensure that the quality of your code is the best that it can be. Do you understand? So you try to understand the mentality. I remember when I first came and there was this project, when the client gave us feedback, it was like, over 70 bucks that they gave us feedback and each other was like what was happening what and then we came in with and when we sent it back to them it was less than 30 and then we kept improving like that so it's a process honestly that what qa is and then the qc is when you begin to check if you actually met the quality that you defined at the beginning okay um all right Thank you very much for that. You said something about CICD. What's that? It's a DevOps terminology. So yeah. this is a system or an architecture that is set up such that your system can go from the local to development without somebody actually coming to interfere. Yeah, without like it can run on its own without, without like humans. Yeah. Okay. With very reduced. Let me say with very reduced human interference. Okay. Um, so before we even move on to community, um, you know, questions, because a lot of them are tailored towards like things like the career and mm-hmm. the rest of them. Um, I want to talk about the sustainability of QA because, um, I'm not going to lie from the outside looking in, it still feels like a, an adjacent, um, you yeah. know, an adjacent role to the entire like process. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, um, I have this mentality that tech adjacent processes um, are probably one of the easiest to, are not as sustainable as the, you know, the ones. In, yeah. In. What do you think? Like, do you think that the career is sustainable? What do you think? Because me, I'm like, are we sure that in the next couple of years, yes, you I won't know. have people like, you know, products that will test your you know your product or your like how do you think it, it like what do you think qa will be in the next couple of years like is it sustainable and what do you think it's going to evolve into okay so i'm going to answer the question in two parts like that's the global part and then the nigerian tailoring it down to the nigerian market i don't think you would ever get to a time where you say you don't need QA engineers that well maybe we have robots and we have all this to check because even when you want to do automation testing they will still tell you that you cannot test until your system you cannot do automation testing until you have a stable system so and before you get to a stable system what are you doing you're doing manual testing all through do you understand so i think that yes it's a good thing that now QA is getting recognized i remember where I was, my very first job where i was working the um there were sometimes I think my boss then used to forget that I'm a QA, and so I'm just in the office, and then they've even gone live. Just say, oh, give Bolu this thing to oh. test. <laughs> Do you get? And then I'm just there. and so when you were saying that, and Yata actually does a lot for QA. I actually agree because not a lot of companies would actually have actually been able to do that. And one thing we're also doing as a body that the body did as Association of Nigerian Testers, they are doing a lot of sensitization. They are trying to train it. I remember in the community we were talking about it one time. How junior people are not given a chance in 
um okay. yeah in in offices you know everybody wants the senior senior guys and all that so they come and they definitely talks about going to universities to actually create a curriculum so the guys are really working at to ensure that in the nigerian market because i think the, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done in the nigerian market but overall i don't think we'll ever get to a point where you say because even right now we have the tools we have the softwares but without the person that understands it you can't say the software should test on its own okay um all right so now we are going to move on to the community questions probably i hope they took it easy oh yeah <laughs> so a lot of them are just tailored towards um the career and um you know the rest of them oh my god i forgot i always like to ask this question um what is the worst part of your job like the one part that makes you go you know what maybe i should go back to software development <laughs> it, it, it might not be too late like what's that one one thing that makes you go uh i think it's when the client doesn't appreciate the effort that the team has put in and not just me as a qa because i know that in coding whether as a developer or as a qa it's a lot of mental work that has gone even not even even from the designer's point of view then getting into a meeting and then the client is just criticism is good i'm not saying don't but don't bash it and make me feel like i'm stupid do you understand so and I've, and trust me i've been in meetings like that that you just sometimes you just at the end of that meeting you just close your laptop and like am i sure this is the career path i want to do i even know what i'm doing at all do you understand? i think it's for me the hardest part has been when the client doesn't see the work that you're doing um okay so let's just move on to the community question mm-hmm. so um someone is asking for best practices like what do you think in your opinion is the best approach to quality assurance i don't think it's a situation of in my opinion i think it's what is standard but what's your own best practice for qa yes the company you're working with what's the process because like i said qa it's a process i can't say come and when you are clicking all the buttons because it also depends on where you belong where are you executing this thing i've been in some places where i've tried to sell some ideas and the company shuts it down do you understand so i think it's where are you what can you do to improve the process that you have what is the process that you have where you are okay um someone else is asking um when you are testing for quality assurance um which is better do i use excel or do i use docs for my for my testing to note down the i would assume that the person is talking about test cases i think anyone that works for you but i would suggest excel so how how does it like okay so there's a test case i'm I'm, this based on assumption that the person is talking about test cases how you mark that the test Mm. case is passed or failed so there's a document where you specify your test case id the test case description what are you expecting that is your expected result your actual results the status of that test case test cases are the things that help that guide you to know what you're checking you check them against the application that you are working on and then if you have any comments i think i would say excel and the reason is just simplicity to use you want to be able to pick up a document or give it to anybody and the person can easily flow through or um and even if that's even if you have to even use um um the documents you can use trello you can use any project management tool but if you have to use a document i would say excel just because of its 
simplicity. Okay, um, someone is asking that in the absence of a QA engineer, mm-hmm. who should take on the responsibility of quality assurance? I'm tempted to say the developer, (laughs) but I also know that sometimes the developers have a lot on their plate. So I'll probably say the PO or the PM because it's the one, okay, I think the best answer is whoever is accepting that task as done. And what's the definition of done means that they've completed the task, this is good to go. So whoever is saying that, okay, we are done with this, is the person that should take up the role of the QA. Okay, um, what programming languages do I need to learn if I want to become a QA engineer? Why you started from learning programming languages? Have you learned my testing? You can't just, that's the thing, you can't just jump to learning because there are some basic things that you should know. But if, let's assume that you've covered the basics, what tool do you want to use? Because it's also, it's heavily dependent. There are some tools that you, is required that you learn Python. Depending on the two, you might need to learn C Sharp. Depending on the two, you might need to learn Core Java. Depending on the two, you might need to learn JavaScript. So you cannot just say, let me pick up this programming language. What of if the two you want to work with uses another one? So it absolutely depends on the tool. And when I'm talking about tool, I'm talking about the QA software tools that you want to use. Okay. Um, another person is asking, um, what places do you think I need to go to to be able to learn like resources? I don't know. It, I don't know. Are they asking about courses or tools? Like where? Like if they want to learn QA, like are there places they can go to to learn QA? Okay, you know, like I said, oh yeah, there are places you can go to. Mm. Yeah, there, there are schools. I can't remember the name of the school now, but there are schools. We'll I think put it's, it in the caption. Yeah, there are schools. I think I, I I know like I even know some people that they do like for Saturdays. I know just come to if you join the association of nigerian testers they put out all those things if there's a training happening and even the body organizes trainings at intervals that you don't have to pay for and if you have to pay for it they would specify or you can just go on udemy or any of these um um what they call them again online learning platforms and maybe just start with introduction to software testing or even if, if it's like you're just trying to have an idea then just go on youtube and but that might be risky though you get because there's a lot there's a lot of things out there but if you know somebody best is if you know somebody that is a qa let the person guide you okay um so we have two more questions so someone is saying that um we have we constantly have arguments over what qa is in our group chat so i want to ask is qa a product oriented or process process oriented field in the process oriented because if you get the process right the product comes out right so what what is product orientation like just give me a rundown try me <laughs> because like my understanding is if i'm to put that into like picture of what made me choose that answer would be um the way you are testing the product itself mm-hmm. is that qa that was what um made me answer that, that no it's not because some people feel like it's when you are co- testing like i'm clicking the buttons that's when i'm just doing qa no john and i'm feel like maybe the person if the person listening to this postcard from the beginning the answer would be there it's the process qa is not just i'm not i said it, that when you are actually doing that clicking of buttons you're already going into quality control mm-hmm. so qa is the process that led you to that point so it's okay. process process oriented okay um so someone is asking whenever i test I'm always, I get 
anxious about what the outcome and the feedback is going to be are there things that i should avoid whenever i'm testing i think it's stay calm and have at the back of your mind that i'm not trying to discredit the developer's work i'm trying to help the developer cover grounds that he has not covered and then think like the user first of all try to understand who the target audience is that's what I do a lot on my product. If your target audience is somebody that is not tech savvy, try to think, if I'm not tech savvy, how would I use this application? How would I find this application? So think from the perspective of the target audience. If a baby was supposed to come and use this application, how would they use it? Do you understand? Be calm, believe in yourself. Because if you don't even trust that you can find the box you want, and the bug will be looking at you right in the face. Do you understand? Yeah. So you need to stay calm. You need to believe in yourself. And the thing is, don't be shy to get on products. One thing about QA is that the more products you jump on, the more you learn. And the more you learn about products, for me, I think the better QA. Because you are able to... Now, there's now a... You know how to say, where's the data that is backing this um, result? Then you now have proofs. You know, when you've worked on A, you've worked on B, you've worked on C, and you begin to see something that is common. And so when I come to this product, I know how to avoid. I can easily say that, ah, I've worked on this thing before. Don't go this route. I already know where it's going to lead you to. So don't be afraid to jump on them. And feedback is good. Get feedback. Don't be afraid of good or back. Take it. Whether it's the feedback that you hear that you slam your laptop and go and sleep, take it. Do you understand? Because it helps you. Do you get it? Helps you. You know, there are sometimes when I'm talking. I remember when I started QA, I didn't know how to separate the bug finder of my job and the bug finder of the person. If you are talking to me and you say something, I'm already looking for the error in what you said. Not your grammatical error, but I tried to interpret it the wrong way. And it began to affect me. And then I, my friends were like, you can't continue like this. So it was a lot of, it took years for me to be able to balance it. But you have to take feedback. Nobody, if you if you're an island, nobody can talk to you, you don't listen to anybody, you will feel faster than you've succeeded so far. So I think the person just needs to be able to build because the more products when you see your product outside and the product is doing well, what does it do? It's like okay, okay, let me use your own terms. When you see it, for that, maybe you're running a campaign and this campaign generated like maybe a thousand leads. The next time you want to put out a campaign, which should be more yeah, confident. confident. So that's the way it is. When you find a bug, for example, if you find a bug that, ah, if I did not find this bug, it would have cost the company money. When you want to, when you pick up another application, you are more confident. So pick up a lot of products, stay calm, get feedback. That's nice. Stay calm and get feedback from Buluaji Bankoli. Thank you very much, Bulu. You're welcome. Um, so I like to ask, do you have, um, you know, a blog, a podcast, a vlog that you'd like to? No, actually... I don't. We always try to engage her, but she's always shying away from things like that. But yeah. we'll put in your LinkedIn, <laughs> your LinkedIn profile yeah. there for people to, um, you know, follow you and get more information. Um, thank you very much. You're welcome. And thank Thanks you to me. our listeners for, you know, sticking with us. Um, so if you are interested in QA, if you're interested in not just QA, any part of um, tech the technological industry, um, software engineering, UI, UX, product management, QA, um, you know, I will recommend you join the Slack 
community, yeah, the Ayata Slack community. Mm-hmm. Um, details and um, you know your call to actions will be plugged in the in the bio. So uh, thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next time. <laughs>